0: hello hello what's what's going on guys
1: we're doing great how are you
0: <laughs> we're doing awesome we just got done blasting uh fire cry and then coven and uh i i gotta tell you man like the whole place is just laid to waste right now <laughs> that shit was insane man what the fuck <laughs>
1: well, you know, we gotta we gotta fuck around a little bit, right? You know, scare scare the people. Yeah,
0: that was heavy. That was really everything. Like the whole band, all of you guys are just on 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 full ten, like the whole way. And that that little that little Cliff Burton bass solo thing that was going on in the middle.
1: <laughs>
0: that yeah. was that that's epic. Uh, we're. Um, yeah, it's keith here uh i'm an
2: unapologetic cliff burton knot. and that's definitely a tribute oh yeah for sure
0: I, yeah. I could tell man right away when i heard that like that was one of the first things i was like oh man <laughs> <laughs> it's just that's awesome yeah.
1: yeah it's definitely uh it's definitely a cool track well keith actually uh he aside from producing the entire fucking album he also uh he also wrote that song so it was very fitting of him to uh to do the cliff burton throw for sure
0: hell yeah hell yeah man rest in peace cliff so 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 tell us about you uh tell us about like like how did you guys get started and how long have you been doing this
1: uh, well, uh, collectively, uh, we've been doing this a very long time. We're all different age groups. So, you know, Keith's been playing since he wasn't even legally allowed to play where he was playing like he was that young kind of thing. So he's been at it for, what, 30 plus years now, Keith?
2: Yeah. First took stage when I was 16. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that, was, that was back in the early 90s. Um, my, my first band was... Uh, called, um, first original type, you know, metal band was called After Forever. Uh, Be confused with the uh, After Forever in, in, in Europe, right? Um, and we just, uh, you know, I've been playing ever since, man, uh, metal all the way.
1: Yeah. And, uh, and as for the rest of us, I mean, myself, I've been, I've been singing since I came out of the womb. Um, funny little story about me was basically, I was a really colicky, colicky baby, which means I basically screamed like for six months <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> still at it. I still scream. Um,
2: uh, anyways, but
1: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, um, so what happened was my mom was like, Oh my God, this, you know, this poor baby, like, I don't know what to do. So anyway, she was, uh, she was listening to the power hour or, or like headbangers ball. I can't remember which one, but she was listening to one of those and she just sat me down in front of it and I stopped crying immediately and i don't i don't remember this obviously as i I was an infant but i've been pretty much in the middle since as far back as i can remember so i've been singing probably for god maybe 25 years but um in bands i would say professionally and things like that you know close to 15 and jeff is probably uh i would say about close to keith because
2: we're similar vintage
1: he's a vintage he's more in the vintage age sorry (laughs) jeff love you (laughs)
2: yeah were you you trying to ask about like the the band itself zach yeah
0: yeah i mean
1: yeah the band started uh in 2010 so uh uh jeff had had the band already started and i was in this other shitty band um (laughs) And basically, uh, I was being bossed around. People were telling me how to dress and people were telling, you know, like just really misogynistic in mm-hmm. in my opinion. And so I played with Category 6 and they had a lead singer who is a wonderful person. Her name was Cassandra. Um, and she's more into folk music and things like that, which was a weird little choice. But nonetheless, she pulled it off. And so I was standing there watching them play. I was like looking at them thinking, Jesus, I really would love to be in this band. I really hate the band I'm in. Um, And then the next thing you know, it, I left that band and that same night, Cassandra had to quit the band in category six. So she was only in there for like a few months probably. And I hopped right in and I've been in there ever since. So that's kind of what happened. It was a pretty serendipitous kind of cool uh, situation because I had watched them play. And then the next thing I know it, I'm up playing and then recording albums. So, it was pretty
0: cool that is really cool that is that yeah that is cool it's like it was just meant to happen Yeah,
1: Yeah, it's like the Cinderella, you know, with the shoe or whatever. I just put that fucker on, you know? With the mic. (laughs) With the microphone. (laughs)
0: Cinderella
1: with the mic. Cinderella, like the band. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite. Well, not quite, yeah.
0: Well, uh, Amanda, let me ask you, as far as, like, your vocal influences and stuff, like, like, how did you learn? I mean, I know you started out screaming, but, like, how did you learn how to control it, like, the way that you do? Because it's...
1: That's really nice of you like I don't think I'm in I don't think I'm controlled at all I I just kind of you know I I sort of just go for it and I think what actually caused me to figure out my voice was uh, I was poor. (laughs) So I didn't have a lot of money and I basically would end up going around and like listening to old records that like I would get from relatives and how I learned how to sing harmonies was on the Queen records. Like the very first uh, Queen record I ever owned was this really cool holographic record and uh, I had like another one bites the dust, you know, those songs. And so I would just learn harmonies that way and control myself that way, I guess through Freddie Mercury. Like I had some of the best uh, vocal teachers in my opinion you know and then shortly thereafter i got into iron maiden and of course dio being my biggest influence so uh um I, I love when people like anytime that i see the interviews or the reviews i should say and they're like yeah i can hear dio in there i'm like i could cry like i could go home and cry about that right so yeah so that's kind of my influences i would say bruce dickinson of course uh rob halford i love halloween as well um, Jesus, there's so many really awesome bands Metallica, I wouldn't say vocally I'm like James Hetfield but I uh, I certainly appreciate his fer- Ferocity of his voice You know, that kind of thing mm-hmm. But um, Yeah, I have a lot of different people I like For sure, but they're mostly all Very uh, The virtuoso kind of singers are kind of my bag You know
0: Well, you can't go wrong with Freddie Mercury Bruce Dickinson And uh Dio. And Dio, man. I mean like like holy shit. Speaking of Dio, did you see that 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 recent documentary that they did? Oh,
1: fuck, man. Yeah. I finally it took me forever. Like that came out what last year, I think?
0: Yeah. Oh my that, god.
1: Man, it took me a full year to like even have the courage
0: Did you cry? Did you cry at the end? I did. I I cried at
1: the end. I (laughs) cried. I cried the moment the opening credits came up. I was like, this is it. Whatever. Like, I'm just going to stay home and like, just have swollen face for like two days straight. Like I was a complete mess. I I mean, I kind of like, aside from my own grandfather, who he, unfortunately, he died on my birthday when I was like a a younger kid, like a teenager. um, I'd say Dio is up there with my grandfather. Like, he that really hurt me, you know? Yeah. Um, but in a way, like, you know, through his death and all that stuff, you know, and the fact that he was so to the very bitter end, he was like so strong and resilient. Like, I hate to sound like an after school special, but it really inspired me, to be honest with you.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, He, he, I mean, his whole life, too. Like, uh, I've been reading the book, too. Like, it's Mm -hmm. crazy. Uh, all the stuff that he was doing way back like way way back I didn't even know about that for a long time you know like Mm
1: -hmm. oh yeah everybody is we're all like pretty much shocked by it because like I consider myself a big fan of Dio and I was even surprised some of the the deep cuts that like they were putting up of things that he did when he was like super super young and like seeing his pictures when he was a baby I was like oh man like I'm just gonna be a whole mess here the whole night it's just I might as well just suck it up it would be no Different if like Keith was watching Cliff Burton, like a Cliff Burton documentary or whatever, like that that's his guy, you know, and uh so yeah, really it was really hard, but it was such a perfect documentary. Like it really followed through on everything that I had hoped for and a whole lot more. So I was uh it was nice, but it was also so sad to hear like so many different little things that you know people were talking about he was working on and you know, he he probably would have done so much still, right? Yeah. <laughs> Very Wait, sad.
0: You know, I, I see a lot of people uh, in recent years say stuff like, you know, like, like who's going to carry the torch for that kind of stuff? Like, like, you know, like, where are the bands at right now in the modern age that are doing that, you know, that are doing that kind of heavy, really just epic vocal delivery? And because mm-hmm. uh, you see a lot of people looking for that, you know, like, they're... But I gotta be honest with you guys, like, you guys are some of the bands, you're one of the bands that that I think of whenever I think of, like, who's coming in to sort of fill that that void that's, you know...
1: Oh man,
0: like you're, don't make me cry, okay? That's uh,
1: That's fucking awesome, That's real
2: generous and uh, you get it and I really appreciate it because that's exactly what we're trying to do. You know, other people say this and you might have heard it before, but we're really just making music that we want to hear and we don't hear it either. So we're making it ourselves that's really- that's
1: so that's so true like yeah. it, you know like uh, honestly like i love a lot of like there's a lot of great no doubt like you know more about this than i do zach but like a lot of the modern bands are wicked good it's just like i'm a classic metal girl and like it, it Keith's classic heavy metal jeff is as well and and of course our drummer matt he's our newest drummer of course and 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 whatever but he also is very much like into that stuff so we're all kind of like wanting to do the things that we always wanted to to do right like you know it's a it, it's always a dream to be able to do the things that you uh you you kind of wish that you thought as a little kid that you would never thought you'd be able to do right like so we're really enjoying it and all the compliments that are going along with it it's it's so awesome thanks for that like i really appreciate it
0: yeah you're welcome you're welcome and i mean you know and, and there is there is like a a, a resurgence or something mm-hmm. going on right now you know like in the last uh few years I've noticed with with the whole new wave of traditional heavy metal what they're calling it you know like mm-hmm. bands that are that are uh you know they're 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 sticking to the to the to the old ways you know like like doing the the stuff that we grew up to listening to you know like the old yeah. iron maiden sound Judas priest and and yeah.
1: Uh, oh yeah yeah
2: so, you know the the reason that um I think the reason that those songs that you just spawned in that album sounds like that. Um, I, I didn't go out of my way to make it sound like that. That's just the sound that's in my head Yeah. when when I was mixing it. And, and that. So I was kind of surprised when we get some reviews coming back saying that, um, you know, you, that term that you mentioned, uh, I was unfamiliar with it. I'd never heard it like new wave of traditional heavy metal. I guess we're early in the game because I never even heard the... uh, (laughs) Maybe
1: we'll be like one of the pioneers, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: You know, it's just, uh, I guess the songwriting style and you're picking up on it is, uh, it was certainly heavily influenced on, on, you know, the strings and the drums and stuff by Priest and Maiden. uh, The Big Four, for sure. I, I just live and breathe that stuff. And uh, I keep trying to get in the new, new metal, and not, like I'll—I I don't mean a new metal either. I mean just like <laughs> new, n- newer metal. <laughs> um, not that I don't like new metal because I do, but you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I keep picking up recordings or go to Apple Music, Spotify, or whatever, and pick up some playlists and just listen through. And I, I certainly enjoy it. But if I'm being really honest, there's not much on my iphone that's newer than 1992 most of it is old is older that's what we're into you know
1: yeah 92 dehumanizer the black sabbath album
0: <laughs> oh yeah that's that's one of my favorites right there
1: oh yeah. bro man me too i listen to that i probably listen to that album once i'd say every day i pretty much pop that on in the car i'm always listening to it
0: every um, every song on that record is just Fucking amazing computer god, fucking. Uh, yeah. After yeah. all,
1: Hi. I yeah, love the yeah. song. I. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: Like- oh my god, did did you ever see it? Did you, did you ever get to see Dio live?
1: No, I never got to see Dio live. That's like my biggest uh disappointment. But um I know people that have seen him live like in later years and, and from what I can understand, like the man just still fucking blew it out of the water. Like he still had his um pretty much his entire range. Yes. Still. Like he was sick and he was still like, you know, belting, you know. It's just inspiring. I find yeah. that, you know.
2: it's tough to it's tough to get good shows. Um you know, you get some stuff here in Newfoundland, we're, you know,
1: we're on an we're, island. We're
2: ass out in the Atlantic, about 1500 miles uh, northeast of New York City. So if you're going to, if you're going to see a big show, you got to go to a major center and to get out of here is not cheap. So, if you, you know, for me and Amanda sake, say, if we're going to go see something in Toronto, we're looking at three grand probably go see the show, and that's before we buy the tickets.
0: <laughs> I to- mm-hmm. Totally understand. Yeah, I mean, it's like that down here in Tennessee. It's really hard, but I I, w- I was fortunate uh, at the time when I was living in Phoenix, Arizona, Heaven, mm. and-, Heaven and Hell was on tour, and that was like I don't know. Oh. Not, not long before he passed away, but I got to see oh, him play, and, and they did, they did that song. I they did all those songs from. Uh, I, uh,
1: I would have still loved to see that. They are like they're killing it mm-hmm. with that project. Like it's so like. It's great. Even the uh, even that album that came out uh, post, uh, of course, when he passed away, uh, that whole compilation. I think it's called "This Is Your Life." Is that I think that's the title, mm-hmm. anyhow? Uh, that's man, like, but uh, the girl from Hailstorm, uh, Lizzie Hale, she killed it. Um, there was a bunch of uh, artists on there that really blew me away. Uh, Joey yeah. Belladonna, like the Anthrax band, they played the whole yeah. that one of the tracks. I can't remember the name of it now, but um,
0: Doro was on there too. Doro was on there, yeah. Well, you gotta have Doro,
1: you gotta have her, man. But like, just like Doro is also Dio's one of Dio's closest friends, so it was so nice to see that right she's just a fucking legend Mm. it's amazing but yeah it was a great album
0: yeah yeah it was man I was I was really fortunate actually I had her on the show right right after they did that that compilation we talked about it Oh,
2: she's
0: she such a such a cool down to earth like just she's
1: so sweet she's so sweet man like i could just tell like when she's talking like i feel like me and her would be really good friends she's just so relaxed and i love her accent like when she's talking she has that real joke you know like yeah <laughs> just really like jovial and happy and so sweet like i'm so like happy that i live in a world where she lives you know like mm-hmm. even if it's like i've never met her before but i'd love to meet her she's mm-hmm. one of those people um that's just really inspiring to me because she was doing she was a female down in like the very beginning of mm-hmm. of all this you know and well,
2: there's not much separation between you and her now because she talked to zach and now we're talking to zach
1: oh that's cool yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just happy to be able to talk to zach to be honest yeah. you know but <laughs> It's cool, though. Like, yeah, I never really put it that way, uh, Keith, but that's a good point. (laughs) I'm feeling very nervous now.
0: (laughs) I'm always over here sitting just, just thinking to myself that it's cool to be able to talk to you guys, you know, like all the different bands. You know, it doesn't matter to me, like um you know if it's if it's a new band or or if it's somebody that i grew up to with with posters on my wall like it's yeah. all you know all of it it's 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 all the same like it's just it's just this this world of of metal that we live in and it's it is a really cool place you
2: know it's real interesting to us, Zach, and we talk about it a lot and uh you know th- this album this is our third one now um yeah, you know and we're doing this our, our, ourselves we got great support from um Moribund and, and uh odin's been awesome oh yeah to us and he you know uh, he, he's gotten us in contact with people that were just completely and utterly out of reach like we never thought you know we'd be dealing uh you know, talk, talking to you, um, all, all this attention that's coming out of us. Like, the album is spinning heavy in Chicago. Yeah. I, I never would have expected that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? the
1: good old Windy City. You know, uh,
2: we were on uh, the the college radio charts uh, and, and charting pretty good, like on, on the heavy rock chart that they got. Mm. That, that blew my mind, I, you know if if nothing ever else ever happened for the band that it might sound strange but that would be enough for me just just to be there with uh, right next to some of these big names people who are, I own their CDs if I'm being real honest I own their I own their cassette tapes <laughs> <laughs> right it's just it's freaky for us you know
1: yeah it's cool yeah it's it's been a quite a cool experience like you know mm-hmm. i i was like thinking about it the other day how i was talking to Munsi Richie like you know on the phone and like he's so like so chill uh, and I find skateboard marketing. They're so nice to talk to. You know, everybody's just been so like.
2: Munsey hangs around with like Wendy Dio and he knows Kiss and and that that freaks us out.
1: That freaks me all the way out because I'll tell you what. I was talking to Munsey one night on the phone and then he got off the phone with me. He's like, Yeah, have a good night in his New York accent. And then he and then the next thing you know, it I see you see him on Instagram hugging into Wendy Dio and I just literally felt like pitching my phone across the room. (laughs) I I was so excited. (laughs) And then I'm all trying to be cool When he calls me back later I'm like hey what's up Yeah no big deal
2: (laughs) Yeah you've reached Amanda from category 6 What's going on Yeah
1: (laughs) <laughs> I
2: couldn't be that if I tried, yeah. to be honest. It, what, what else you want to know, Zach? Well, you got questions.
0: Uh, you hmm. mentioned Morbund and I I got to give them a shout out too because that's mm. that's who put to put you guys on my radar, man. Like he hit me up and and asked me for uh to help out with some PR for yeah. the record and like it, as soon as I listened to it, I loved the album artwork actually from the from the get-go. I was like, "Yeah, that's really cool." Yeah. But then when I listened to it, I was like, "Oh, man. This, this is going to get, like, you know, like, people are going to like this. Yeah. yeah. So that's really cool to hear, like, that you guys are getting that kind of, because, you know, we don't see everything. Like, we we, we see a limited view of, of stuff on our end, but, you know, like, hearing that from you guys, you know, that's that means a lot. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, it, it's... Uh, I guess, uh, I, know, I haven't really experienced this myself before. I've heard other people talk about it, like other bands. Um, we're gearing up to start writing again, um, you know, to go for album four. Is some of those songs, uh, like Fire Cry, we were jamming that as a band and trying to hone it in and to make it a, a, a song, you know, pre-pandemic. Um so it's brand new to everybody else, but but to us, you know, it's a three or four year old song, right? So I, I guess what I'm saying is that it, it's uh it's kind of weird that you know we know that material so well and it's been uh, part part of our DNA for like three and three and four years, and everybody else is just experiencing it now. So when we get real kind feedback like like you gave us. It tickles you in a strange sort of way because like, oh, that old thing? Yeah, I, I think I remember how to play that. It's been a while, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh, it's really wild. Actually, one of the oldest songs on that album, the album we're talking about, of course, is uh, "Fire Cry." But "Cradle Will Fall," um, which has been getting a lot of really great reception, um, I'm I'm actually really proud of that because I wasn't. I was scared to put that song out because of the uh, the thematics of child abuse and things like that, and I didn't want to scare off my fans um or anything like that but that album um you know that song i should say is super old like i wrote that when i was in my early 20s and i i won't tell you how old i am now because i'm like a lot older than that now but um i was like in my early 20s when i wrote it so i kind of put it away and i kept taking it out and looking at it and putting it away and then when i got into category six i had a bunch of songs already written sort of lyrically speaking and some ideas, right? But, um, yeah, it's amazing because it went from, you know, this, like, 15, 10-year-old, like, you know, song to, like, something that people are actually hearing for the first time now and loving it. So it's, it's fucking awesome, if you ask me. Mm-hmm.
0: That is really cool. You know what? Uh, another thing I wanted to ask you about was... When I first started listening to the record, one of the first things that I saw also in the track list at the very end, you do a cover of Barracuda, and I'm a huge fan of Heart as well. Awesome. And my first thoughts, you know, of course, when I see that, I'm like, oh, man, I wonder, you know, like, are they going to do it? Are they going to do it good? Or is <laughs> it going or, or to... Is it going to be hurt? You know, but no, man, like you guys nailed it. You, you killed oh, me. man. Thank and you so
1: that's, much.
0: That's a hard, that's a hard vocal thing right there to do. I mean, like, yeah, <laughs> you, you know what? Um,
2: maybe it's like uh, you often hear people talk about uh, the aerodynamics of a bumblebee. And when engineers have a look at the bee, they figure out uh, the bee shouldn't be able to fly. But the bee doesn't know that. Mm-hmm. So he so he flies anyway. So you know, Amanda is, is my favorite singer, Aww, um, and what? I I get, <laughs> I get to enjoy that uh, all the time. Uh, you know, you can probably guess from the last name thing. We're we're married. We got married about four years ago.
0: Okay, I was he, you know I was going to ask about that. I I did notice that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes it's this yeah. big romance so, you know <laughs> uh,
2: the the the, uh, the back and sordid details if that's what we're here for right um category six Am- amanda got in in 2010 um i was single and um around 2013 or so um you know she was looking for like a bit of a side project if you like um you know to do a little something different on the metal side and it's a small metal community here so i you know i approached her interest in playing guitar because you know i play guitar too and um the project never took off but our relationship did (laughs) so (laughs) and then uh, shortly after that they needed a they needed a bass player which is what i you know what i what i really do so i you know i had to audition like everybody else and um uh, it got picked up for the role or whatever. So I, I've been in the band since uh, 20, 2014 now. Right? Yeah. and then uh, you know we at that point we were living together and and stuff and uh, t- tied the knot in in twenty eighteen. So you know my my daily life, and I guess from what I'm saying is that uh, there's an acoustic guitar uh, in our in our living room. You know, some some couples like to sit down, maybe, uh, and we do too. You know, you sit down and watch Netflix, get pizza, or something like that. But we're just as likely to break out the acoustic guitar and sing a do tune or an Abba tune or something like that as anything else. And, and she never ceases to amaze me with what she's capable of and there really really isn't a limit uh to what she can do like i'll sit down with a guitar tab even a song i don't know real well and just pick out some chords anything you know just off the top of your head um and you know kind of jerry-rig it and and get get it going and the next thing you know this Little girl with a gigantic voice is just filling up the living room, it's, it's, and <laughs> it's, it's one of my favorite things to do. Aww. You, you, you got to be there.
1: <laughs> well, listen, anytime. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also, you right? Like, like I mean, he was he was playing. Uh, he was just fucking around down here yesterday before the jam, and I was like rocking out upstairs to like Rio by Duran Duran. I was like, man, he's blasting her downstairs. Oh, yeah. And then I went downstairs, and it was fucking him playing the whole thing. <laughs> I was like Jesus Christ, <laughs> like we're really lucky, like we get to like listen to each other, play all the time, and stuff i it, you take it sometimes for granted, but you know it's it's nice to be around somebody else that has the same interests as you, so like we we have a lot in common in that way,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. man, absolutely agree, and that is that is so that is a really cool story, and mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know. Also, I mean just just being a I mean, fuck, man. You're 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 covering Ann Wilson right there and you're delivering it like that's that's enough right there like you're you're coming out the gates saying this is who I am, this is what I can do and that's like some shit that you see on competition TV shows, you know, like The Voice or something, you know, like Yeah. I
1: yeah, mean, well, funny funny enough, I won't keep I won't keep this very long, but um, I actually uh, we had a version of that here in Canada, it was Canadian Idol and I actually I made it through almost the entire uh, rounds like they were going through all the rounds here in St. John's and I made it into the top 50 in all of Newfoundland before they made the tickets for Toronto like the Toronto place was like the big kahuna but I didn't make it because I got really sick and my pop died at the same time so it kind of came through in my vocal um, but luckily enough Sass Jordan who's a very good Canadian rock singer she looked at me and I'll never forget it she said "Do." not give up what you're doing you've got a rocker voice in there you remind me of myself and i really hope that when you leave here, you're going to keep going. And that meant so much to me because my pop died, and I didn't want to be one of those idiots like, you know, like people sometimes go up and they'll be like, my cat fucking died, give me a ticket. Like, I didn't really want to do that. I wanted to win based on my own merits and my own talents. And uh, I didn't want to say anything about pop dying, but uh, anyway, so that was a cool moment for me, I guess. And uh, as for the heart song, I mean, it was a no-brainer based on the thematics of the album. The, You know, the Wilson sisters wrote that back in 1976 I'm going to say or 77 um, when dreambone Annie came out and uh, they wrote it because they were getting all these rumors said about them and the label was giving them a hard time so anyhow they went up and wrote this song Barracuda within a few minutes right and uh I actually posted that as a cover last year uh with the guys and nancy wilson liked it like we're talking the real nancy wilson liked it (laughs) (laughs) i fucking died like like, you know (laughs) Uh,
2: you want to hear uh you you want to know something no shit zach what about that that main that main vocal track um on that recording is one take Oh man!
1: I swear <laughs> to God, I swear to God, it is. All right, you know, now.
2: Which, is, which is unique, in, uh, you know, because we're recording into a, a, a DAW like everybody else is, right? Yeah, you, you know how it goes. You you can do as many takes as you want. Um, that even I, I work with her all the time. That that even impressed the shit out of me. She just started and finished. You know, and we did another track for some of the um, some of the harmonies that that you know that were there, right? But that is one take. Yeah, it was one and, take. And in fact, um, the rest of the album uh, there are very, very large chunks of most of those vocal tracks. I I had to do very little editing or comping of of vocals with Amanda. She just shows up. She knows what she wants to do. And it just happens, you know, Um, for some folks, if you ask them like, you know, would you want to produce your wife? They would say, that sounds like a really bad idea and, <laughs> and, and, a, and a recipe for disaster. It
1: could right? be. It could be. Yeah. No,
2: we, we have a squabble, sure, just like any, any couples do. But when we come here to do work and do the vocals and stuff like that, it, it's a completely different yeah. vibe. We're just, uh, we I get- got my role and she's got her role and she nails her role. Um Another thing uh, I, I'd like to share that might be of interest to you and anybody who's listening is there is absolutely, positively, no auto tune anywhere on that album. Not a single note. Hell yeah that's
1: fucking awesome (laughs) I'll even I'll give myself a pat on the back for that because look I got no problem with people you know dabbling in on those things because you know every genre is different but as for heavy metal as far as I'm fucking concerned I come from the school of Dio and if you've you've heard of any of his interviews he was you know staunchly against like anything fake he wanted to be his self and even if that meant like there's a vocal crack or you Mm -hmm. know but you know for me Zach that that actually gives authenticity to a vocal whereas like yes. if you you know right and when you smooth something over it becomes almost like it, it, it becomes a ghost of what it used to be really your vocal is not um it's not you anymore you're kind of like looking at something else so
2: we ain't saying the whole thing is absolutely absolutely perfect but it's damn my god oh, no not, I, not
1: by any means
2: know, did, I, I just I didn't want to to touch anything. I just thought it was great the way it was.
1: Yeah, and I also... Another thing was I had COVID twice. (laughs) And a third time, actually, a few weeks ago. And I'm like double-backs, triple-backs, like, backs up the yin-yang, you know. But um, it still manages to come through somehow. Um, And I actually had to work through COVID, basically, like, trying to get this album out, you know. Um, So it's been... it, It was a bit of a tumultuous time, but... I don't regret it one bit I'm really proud of what we did everybody did a great job Jeff sounds fucking fantastic Jeff just gets better and better like his guitars are you know so good and the the solos is, uh, are just phenomenal Keith is a bass wizard like I don't have to say a thing about him he's just reliable and like a machine when it comes to his instrument and we have Jason Williams who is uh, our drummer on the album of course and Jason uh, he's just out of this world like there's not a thing that the man can play. Um, So I'm really proud of the guys. I'm really, not just me, um, myself, but, you know, I'm proud of what we've collected here, right, Um, in terms of a story, I guess, for sure.
0: Oh, it's great. It's great, man. You And you guys did it. And you know what? I'm just sitting here thinking. I'm laughing to myself because it's funny. Like, that is really cool that you guys are like a power couple like that, too, because... Uh, the other band that i have on tonight smolder that's that's another that's another uh the singer sarah and the guitarist sean they're married so oh that's good
1: yeah like uh i saw that yeah they're fucking awesome too by the way like i'm really glad that you got a double whammy going on here that's that's so cool
0: (laughs) uh, me and raven i mean you know my wife she helps me with all this metal devastation bullshit like so Uh, you know it's 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 all the way around man like (laughs) i didn't even Plan that, but like that's funny, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's
2: all, um, you know, it's 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 great when uh, you know, pe- people got stuff in common and common interests, and you get that, yeah, you get that, get that support from uh, the people that you love, you know, so close and so intimate, like that. It just it's like two of y'all in uh, in a foxhole, right? <laughs> you know, you're in the foxhole, and yeah, you know, it's like you two, or maybe against the world or whatever is how it how it feels sometimes and you know yeah. y- you got each other it, it, it's 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 good
1: yeah. yeah. And you, build, you build your morale that way too. Like I'm sure with your wife as well, Zach, like, you know, there's some days that are, are more difficult than others, but you, you have, when you have somebody that knows the struggle or knows how much work and effort of radio show as great as yours is, you know, it's so awesome to have somebody in your corner and be like, you know what, you're going to get through this. I'm right here. I'm, you know, like I got your coffee or, you know, like whatever it is, you're, you know, you've got somebody in your corner to support that. Right, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, no, it's great. I'm so glad to hear you've got that for sure because mm-hmm. it's it is really awesome to have
0: it. <laughs> totally, you said, man.
2: You, you said you're in Tennessee, Zach. Are you are you in uh, where are you at? In Memphis or
0: no? We're in Jackson, Tennessee. It's a small city uh, halfway between Memphis and Nashville. Oh, we oh not-
2: so you're pretty close to Graceland if you want to go.
1: Oh, yeah. nice.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah killer. Yeah.
1: I always wanted to go to Tennessee. Like, it's on mm-hmm. my list mm-hmm. of places I want to go so bad.
0: Yeah. Well, there's there's a lot of metalheads here, man. We, last year we did the uh, the first Tennessee Metal Devastation Music Fest, and oh, fuck. W- we didn't know if anybody was going to show up, and then all of a sudden, twelve hundred people came out, and they supported, and, and it was all underground bands, and and it, it was just it was just a big party, and it was a great time, and we're oh, doing man. We're, we're doing it again this year, so. Uh, yeah. Awesome,
2: yeah, man, and I guess yeah. the the steak drink has got to be Jack Daniels, right
0: <laughs> absolutely <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jim Beam cool. is for uh Kentucky man <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, Um, yeah. uh, I I think, uh, uh, you know, a lot of players are moving to Nashville uh, and not just the, uh, you know, like the the country guys either. I know Billy Sheehan is living there now, for example.
0: There's a lot of of rock guys there. I mean, there's uh, I think there's Dave Mustaine.
1: You just took the words out of my mouth, friend. Oh,
0: Dave's there. Okay,
1: he's there. Dave, I know Dave Elfson. No, maybe Mm -hmm. not.
2: No. yeah, so maybe we're gonna take over Tennessee, all the metal heads. Hell yeah. I hope so. We're <laughs>
1: Fuck yeah, move over country. No we're gonna...
2: <laughs> That 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 would be an accomplishment. <laughs> can you
1: can you imagine? <laughs> Grand Ole Opry will like show up and like you know, just like take over and like get all the country pumpkins out of the town.
2: That's what you need to do. You need to make a metal Opry.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Like have a grand old metal Opry.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I even sound southern now. Why is oh, that?
2: <laughs> Cause, cause we're talking to Zach.
1: Well, <laughs> 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 <A little> shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love, like, I love that accent though. And as soon as somebody talks to me, it could be anybody from from uh, from down there, of course. Like, I just start picking up the accent. What is that? I'm, like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. You're a singer. I'm a singer. Maybe I just want to, like, yeah, Yeah. maybe it's like, like I'm trying to learn a song, but it's, It's a speech thing.
0: (laughs) It it does rub off on you. I mean, I'm not from here, but I've lived here so long that it's all over me now, you know. So it's it's, okay. Where you from, Zach? I was born uh, born in California, but uh, I lived in. uh, I've lived all over the place, man. That's a long story. That's that's another. (laughs) That's another. uh...
2: That's
1: a saga.
0: Yeah, that's a whole. I
2: lived in. I lived in Texas for about uh, six years. I was in Houston. Nice. For a while. Yeah yeah uh well you know certainly a great city if you want to see some shows that's for sure and i sure saw a lot
0: well speaking of shows uh what kind of what do you guys have lined up do you have any any tour dates or concerts or Mm -hmm. anything like that coming up yeah, so uh, the plan the plan is to
2: break in a new drummer. So the guy, the guy that did the recording for us, he, he's a former member, but still a, a, a close friend, you know. And we were in between drummers when we said, okay, we really want to get this album done. So we called Jason and um, got got him on the go and uh, got all the drum tracks and stuff like that so we just recently within the last couple of months um, got a new drummer he's a young guy super talented goes around the skins like it's a uh, child's play he's a multi-instrumentalist as well he also plays uh, you know piano and some strings and he sings. string instrument and he's a he's a singer as well like a, a complete music guy you know we were here last night and he's he's a fair bit younger than us so me and jeff for a laugh we you know we start playing metal health by quiet riot hell
0: yeah and
2: and he, he's uh, this guy starts playing the song like he knew it he'd never heard it before in his life <laughs> but, but found it intuitive and I'm just yelling at him as we're playing. Hey, you know, punches, and he's just punching. You know, uh, there's a breakdown here, and he just intuitively knows what to do. He he blows me away. He's so, fantastic. I, I really cannot wait to start writing songs with this guy. Are you it's guys gonna-,
0: gonna cover that song? possibly
1: we should because i mean she can do it i i I was i forgot that i could too and i scared the shit out of myself because i was there last night you know trying to sing it and all of a sudden i went i'm not going to do it right now because i literally break the screen probably but that scream at the end at the very beginning of the song yeah yeah holy shit it just came right out i never did that in so long like it felt so good and i was like jesus christ i i forgot that i could do uh do that kind of vocal but um anyways uh it was great so maybe we should and as for shows we're we're actually hoping to to do a show probably in the next uh over the summer we're going to do something here locally of course to uh to do a little bit of a welcome back because we haven't played since uh, before the pandemic because of the pandemic.
2: Yeah, it's just time to get back at it.
1: Yeah, and we're really hoping to be honest, Zach. We're hoping that our goal would be, you know, eventually to to do some kind of a miniature tour or like, you know, we were talk. I was talking to uh, a buddy of mine. Um, I can't remember exactly which radio station. Now I met him through interviews, and uh, he was talking to me about the Oregon uh, Music Festival with the metal and all that stuff and you know there's a lot of interest so what i'm hoping yeah, is we just
2: like you know, the way he's putting us if, if we can get there we can play you know, yeah a slot,
1: you know? exactly right mm-hmm. so who knows like if we can find the right opportunity i'm sure like you'll probably see us at some point hmm. in in the states you know
0: that would be awesome we would love that and uh yeah just just uh let us know too you know like maybe we can help some way you know i don't know just just keep us in uh
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, it's good to have, you know, like making connections with people is is so nice. And, uh, you know, we really appreciate it because, you know, we are on this, you know, relatively small uh, island in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Like we never thought in a million years that we'd be talking to so many different people all over the place, you know. So, um, but especially the support that we're getting, it's uh, it's pretty cool, you know. Yeah,
2: like we get reviews and they're in German, so we got to translate them to figure out if you liked it
1: or not <laughs> it's kind of like a surprise like it's like an egg like a kinder egg yeah. you know like you're opening up the egg and you're like i wonder if this will choke me or not like you know <laughs> maybe it will maybe they, it won't
2: they don't have kinder eggs
1: oh they don't oh you're not allowed to have kinder eggs in the states hmm. did you know that zach you can't have a kinder surprise egg do you know what i'm talking about
0: no yeah yeah we have those my kids get them oh. all the time at walmart oh, shit. So, oh sorry about that so, <laughs>
1: years ago there was this thing they were saying like it was probably an old like wives tale or something i don't know they said that kinder surprise eggs were banned in some states in the united states
0: i don't know they they might be they're not here in tennessee though because well good i'm
1: so glad because they're they're really good man that chocolate
0: yeah
1: i don't care (laughs) i actually got one upstairs (laughs) i'm excited you feel hungry yeah (laughs) for kinder surprise hell yeah (laughs) it's
2: always a good time (laughs)
1: always a good time them and those friggin terry's chocolate oranges my god yeah those are good you like to smack them into the wall
0: (laughs) hell yeah well I'm about out of questions for you guys is there anything else you want to let the people know
1: uh I mean
2: thanks for the support keep listening
1: Yeah, like you know, thank you so much for the support. Um, You know, uh, Fire Cry is uh, available now on all the different places that you can download music. We have physical copies as well.
2: Yeah, Um, Odin over at Moribund Records. You can get them through him.
1: You can get it right through the uh, the record label. You can order through him. So, and I would just like to say uh, thanks so much for having us on the on this uh, lovely interview.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You guys are welcome anytime. Anytime. I love it. Thanks a lot for taking the time to talk to us. I really appreciate it. Sure thing, Zach.
1: Any time at all, man.
0: Before I let you guys go, can I get you to make us a station tag real quick? Sure. All right. Whenever you're ready, say something like this is Category 6, and you're listening to Metal Devastation Radio. All right.
1: (laughs) This is Category 6, and you are listening to Metal Devastation Radio.
0: Hell yeah. Like a pro.
1: Fuck yeah. You gotta be.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. What I'm gonna do now is I'm gonna blast some more Category 6 for these motherfuckers so they can go crazy, alright?
1: Yeah, let them have it. Yeah, that's fucking
2: great. Thank thank you so much, Zach.
0: It was nice nice meeting you
2: and hey. talking to you.
0: Likewise, yeah. man. We'll talk, to yeah. you guys- we'll talk to you guys soon. Kay.
1: Absolutely. Have a great day now. Later. Alright, see ya. Cheers.
0: There you have it, folks. Category 6 live on the Zach Moonshine Show with Metal Devastation Motherfucking Radio. Like I said earlier, put your speakers in your windows. Put them in your front lawns. Put them in your neighbor's driveway. If you're living in the basement, duct tape your speakers to the ceiling. If you're in the attic, point your speakers at the floor. Do whatever you got to do, man. If you're in the back of an Uber car or a bus or a taxi cab... Take your earbuds out and crank your cell phone up as loud as it'll go. Make everybody around you freak the fuck out. This is Category 6, Covering Heart with Barracuda. Crank it up.